Okay. Hello, John. All right, Nick. This is a very special episode of um, Don't Spoil the Ending, isn't it? Just yeah. the two of us this time. Big, the big 3-0. Big 3-0, yeah. and, and it's just me and you this time. So yeah. we're going to do something a bit different this episode. Um, we did pre- recent, well, we've previously done our own episodes of like Twin Peaks and Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. And this week we're going to kind of do a mashup of that and the main the main show. We're going to do the main show, as we normally would, but instead of a film, we're going to do Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things Series 2. That's correct. Touch yeah. on Series 1 a bit, maybe. Just get your opinion on on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were going to do it like an actual, like one of our TV podcasts, weren't yeah. we? We were going to do like uh, maybe an episode-by-episode episode breakdown. But after watching the show, I don't know about, I, mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but for me... There's not much. There's not enough there really to warrant doing that. I don't think. I don't. So. I don't. I don't think I could do like an hour episode per episode. Yeah. At all, no. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna get onto it. But one, one of my issues is not all that much happens. So I think we'd really be stretching things out if we uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it week by week. <laughs> but this, what we're gonna do, we're gonna do as we normally do, and talk about what we've done in the week, what games we've been able to play, films, yeah. TV shows. Um, and any any new um, preferences on your crisps, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, crisp update. Yeah. yeah, crisp update. Should we just address where everyone is this week? Uh, oh yeah, we should do. Yeah, yeah I mean, Joe's just mental busy at the moment. Isn't he? He's got a yeah. lot. He was at a wedding last night, so he's got got a lot on his plate at the moment. Uh, Inman uh, has got the man flu that me and Joe had yeah. a few weeks ago. Is that what it is? I thought it was. Tonsillitis. Oh, I'll just put it down to man flu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might, you might be right. You might yeah. Be right. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, the DC World Headquarters was crippled a couple of weeks ago with it, and it's hit again. Inman is yeah. off sick. And John hasn't watched Stranger Things. So, yeah, so it's just down to us two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd love to start off like we did last week with... Uh, a curveball like Joe did, but oh, Ooh, fireworks going Yeah, on. just for the listeners, it's uh, very close to bonfire night in the UK. It is. Getting a few fireworks outside, so... There might be some feedback. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I was going to say, I'd love to like throw a curveball in and ask like what your favourite chocolate bar is, but I feel like it'd just it'd feel a bit, um, bit weird if I did it the week after Joe did it. Okay, it, well, well, I've got something... Uh, we're doing Stranger Things this week. What is this I'm looking at at the moment? Um, for, for for the viewers and John actually, yeah. Um, it, um, I've got a rare subscription to Loot Crate, and anyone who has Loot Crate would know that like you get little models and stuff in it. In the the last month's one, there was a little Stranger Things one. Uh, which it, it's got like a floor and a and a and a wall. Yeah. Um, eleven and the the upside down, the monster from the upside down. Yeah, the alien dude. Yeah, uh, it's kind of the, one of the final scenes where she's kind of attacking it with a mind, a front yeah. against the wall in school. She holds it up against the wall, doesn't she? Before. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's what that is. Yeah. Got um, that's my latest model yeah i like it is it gonna go on display anywhere i don't know because most of my models that um are in like a box or something 
I always bring into into work and put it on my desk, and I feel it's a bit too bulky to. Yeah, it's actually box. It's more like a showpiece kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think you could put it on that fireplace or something. Definitely uh, could, definitely could. I'm, yeah. I'll have to have a think. There's another model on there as well um, for like Marvel, which oh, yeah. that might go into work with me, but um, we'll uh, I'll have to see about that. That's a uh, Loki, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you can see it from your angle, but falls next to him as well. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> Yep, I like the Stranger Things, quite relevant this week. It is, yeah. While we're talking about what we've done this week and stuff, uh, I mean, it's been quite a quiet week for me, really, not not done much. I don't, I don't know about you. No, I've not really done much. I mean, work, work, work. Well, I was going to say, we did a, a Halloween late shift on Halloween night. We did. Spooky Halloween late shift, and you got a few good scares that night, didn't you? <laughs> I got a scare. <laughs> but... I will say, like, basically, um, for the listeners, in the office, like, um, we were working, like, we were working our asses off, but when anyone went to the toilet for the air, like, or went to the toilet or went to make a brew or something, well, maybe not make a brew because that would have been a bit dangerous. (laughs) When they went to the toilet, when they came back in the room, someone would pretty much be stood behind a door and they'd they'd scare them and everyone (laughs) shit themselves. And uh, yeah, that was it. Was fun. Yeah, Louisa got you good, ta- good, big time. Very much so. But like, <laughs> I knew it was coming as well. So like, I made all the relevant like plans to to avoid prepare for to prepare kind of thing. And and I was like, right. And I got outside the door, and I was like, right, right. You know, it's going to come. Just play, <laughs> play it cool. And I think I played it that cool that I forgot. You forgot you were preparing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I shit myself. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But yeah, everyone got a good, uh, good scare that night, didn't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, other than the work this week, it's been a bit of a quiet week, hasn't it? Hasn't yeah, it? I can't really say I've done much. Yeah. I mean, I've got one film to talk about, uh, but that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I've got a film myself. Uh, um. Got, like I've got Louis through. Like, I wouldn't mind. Men- yeah, I wouldn't mind hearing about Louis through. I've not watched. It, yeah. yeah, I've not watched it this week, so should, I wouldn't mind hearing about that. Should we start with films or TV shows? Uh, jump into the TV then, if TV. you want. Let's yeah. start with that then. Well, like I said, I watched Louis through. Um, I thought it was over after the third Dark States episode. Yeah, me too. But little did I know, there was he was doing a Louis through talk to anorexia. I think it was called, which it's not like the ones in America because I I feel like everyone in America seemed to play up to the camera. But this was like a hospital in in London where there was people that were living in the ward um, with anorexia and they weren't allowed to leave because... Well, because like when they were out, they weren't eating properly and they were doing too much exercise. Which sounds a bit odd. Like Louis, Louis said it himself that like it's weird when 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 people when I hear someone saying like you've got a problem with exercise, it tends to mean you don't do enough of it. Yeah. But with these people of anorexia, like like not only don't they eat, but the the kind of want to work off the little fat that they have got yeah. in them, on them, should I say? And so so like there was this one girl like she was literally just skin and bone. And she was doing like 200 star jumps a day and like going on like lo- like walks for like a long time. And people were like, sit down, stop it, stop doing exercise, eat. And, and like they have them on this planned meal, like like 
meal plan, sorry. Mm. And uh, yeah, um, they have to eat exactly what they're told, when they're told, and it's mental. Yeah. I mean, I am going to watch it, but it does sound a bit, yeah, just just a bit mad, isn't it, without her? Without well, it's, it's weird, because, like, as you know, when you when you don't eat, you get a bit hangry. Yeah. I think people refer to it as. Basically, yeah. you can get a bit grumpy, can't you, when you don't eat. Was Louis offering them a Snickers? <laughs> no, I mean, that would have been funny. But, <laughs> um, basically, like, a lot of these people with anorexia, they were, like, really moody people like as you can imagine because yeah. and and like louis would say something to them it's like you know what i mean like probably yeah, snap at him, yeah. yeah so it, it's it was a weird one like i always feared i could get anorexia but after watching that, i'm like no there's not a chance i could yeah. do that i always thought i i had it in me to be that because i never like no, I ate properly for like well, when I say ate properly, I'm not saying like I was I was like depressed or anything. I just <laughs> I just was really bad at eating at the right time and yeah, stuff. Good diet, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get my diet right. Yeah, and after watching that, I'm like, no, I, I have the best diet. I am amazing at eating, and <laughs> yeah, it's worth a watch. I'd give it a watch. I'll definitely check it out. You've reminded me the only TV thing I have watched this week is South Park. I'm totally up to date now with South Park. Have you watched the Halloween episode yet? Oh, no, I haven't. I mean, I'd, I think it's one of the worst ones of the series, oh, but uh, Randy and his buddies all... Oh, sorry, I have seen actually it, watched yeah. it, yeah. <coughs> they all go out for like a, a witch... A witch hunt. A witch, oh, well, they, they dress up as witches and, and get drunk in the woods. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do crack. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think it was that good, really. Uh, it all kind of boiled down to a joke about... Cartman's girlfriend has taken a long time to get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not exactly a new joke, is it? You know what I mean? No. But, yeah, uh, it's just all about Heidi. It's just taking a long time getting ready and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a bad episode, but it, like you say, it's not definitely not the best of the season so far. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the season as a whole, but that was one of the weakest ones, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't think there's been one this week, has the That was last week's. Was that was it? last week one. Last week's so have one. They, have yeah. they took a break or maybe Halloween break or something? Maybe, yeah. 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 Okay. Have you got any other TV or? See, I feel like I have, but I can't think of what it is. So I'm just gonna have to leave it. Um, should we move on to? Well, just to mention, in the last couple of weeks, me and Joe have been talking about The Apprentice, but I actually haven't watched it this week anyway. So. Next week, if Joe's back, we'll have a catch-up with The Apprentice. Because you've been working like your fingers to the bone this week, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's been a mad week, hasn't it? Yeah, so. I think you've been in the office past nine o'clock for most days this week. Yeah, it's been been a mad week, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah but, busy week. Yeah, back to normal next week, so we can watch The Apprentice mm-hmm. and uh, have a chat next week. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Um, any games you want to talk about? Not really. I've got a few there to play. I've got South Park. I've got Mario Odyssey. I've not even had a chance this to start. This Mario yet. Odyssey, like, I, 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 it's a new one, isn't it? It's a new release. The new Mario game came out last Friday. Is that yep. what it is? Because I keep, I see memes about it. I'm like, oh, is there a new Mario? Because like, I seen a meme. Well, it was a picture, should I say? It was a picture of a a child who was dressed up as Mario for um, Halloween, and the 
and he was throwing his hat across the floor and like the caption said, my, my son's Mario and, and he's not stopped doing this all night. <laughs> is this a thing in the game? Yeah, in the thing, the cap you wear is like a little character with eyes. All right. And you can change into different things using the hat, stuff all like that. Right. So it's meant to be amazing. Like people are saying it's, you know, one of the, not only like one of the best Mario games, but it's up there as one of the best games ever and stuff. Oh, really? it's, getting, it's getting perfect scores across the board and stuff. Oh, so. Amazing. Yeah, can't wait to give it a go. Hopefully this weekend get a bit of time and uh, get stuck into it. I, I, I need to get more time. Um, I've been saying for weeks that I need to get back into Life is Strange uh, before the storm. Yeah. Um, and, and I finally did last week or the last Sunday, I think it was. Mm. Finally got a bit of time to play Life is Strange. And I, and I, and I was able to play it for, what, an, an hour maybe, um, and that's episode two, which came out like a few weeks ago. Um, so I'll, I'm hopefully this weekend going to finish that episode off. Yep. I've got um, the, the, the game, the free games, that which I wouldn't mind giving a go. I want to buy South Park. Um, I, I bought Deadpool on, on your recommendation. Yeah, Deadpool, £4.49 on the PlayStation Store. cheap it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to play that now. Yeah, I've got a lot of games I want to play. I mean, you like the film, don't you? So you'll definitely like the game. It's the same yeah. kind of fourth wall breaking humour and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, just on the Halloween thing, I uh, forgot to mention. I mentioned it in the office, but we couldn't really go into it in detail because it'll spoil a film. But Gwyneth Paltrow's Halloween costume. She went to Halloween dressed as her character from Seven, but it was basically just a head in, head in a box, <laughs> which is how she ends the film. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't mention that in work because a few people haven't watched Seven yet. Well, they've been seen they're going to, haven't they? But yeah. they're, they're, they're taking the time. <laughs> yeah, 22-year-old film, so there's still, <laughs> still yeah. time yet. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I thought that was quite good. Uh, yeah, I've only got one, one more film. How about you? Just talking on Halloween costumes before we move to movies. Uh, have, have you seen some of the... Not like not only like some of the good ones and funny ones, but some of the like controversial ones that have been getting a no. bit of slack. We've had uh, David Walliams. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he dresses King Kim, Kim Jong Un. Oh, very good. And he's been getting slack because apparently he used he was yellow faced. Used yellow oh, face. Uh, yeah. That's a bit, uh... So he he's been getting slack for that. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's other ones that um that had a good story behind them but i'm actually drawing a blank on them as well now but david Williams one that made me laugh um, yeah that's a bit uh, <laughs> a bit insensitive <laughs> yeah 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 you can't do that in this day and age can you i would, I would have thought so i thought david Williams would have known that <laughs> but yeah. maybe he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel like i have a royalty or i think he might have been kim kardashian that got a bit of slack for hers as well but i can't remember what she did but I think we've spoke about this in the office. Oh, right. I genuinely feel like anything the Kardashians do, if they're getting slack for it, they probably plan that. That's yeah, probably it's, uh, anything to boost their profile. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enough on Halloween costumes. Um, movies that we've watched yep. this week. Should we go into that? Yep, no problem. And go first. Do you mind if I jump in? Yep. Uh, with it being Halloween week. Uh, I thought I'd watch a few horror films. Uh, I mean, I watched The Bye Bye Man. Absolute garbage. Don't waste your time with that. One of the worst films I've ever seen. Uh, I watched The Babysitter on Netflix, a Netflix original. And that was actually kind of okay, kind of enjoyable. 
Uh, I'd recommend that. I think you'll enjoy that one. But the one I want to talk about is on Halloween night, I watched the remake of Fright Night from 2011. Uh, now, Fright Night from 1985 is like... I, I love it. It's one of my favourite horror films. Uh, well, horror comedies. It's one of the first yeah, horror yeah. comedies. Love the first one. And I've re-watched... Well, this is only the second time I've watched the remake. But I, I love it. I think it, I think it's really good. Uh, it's one of the best horror remakes out there, definitely. Because it takes what's good about the first one, but adds new stuff to it. So it's not just a complete rehash of the first so film. So there's been a remake of Fright Night? Yeah. Because... <clears throat> As as you might have known, like Meg makes little lists of films that I should watch. She yeah. put Fright Night on it for me. So, if if <clears throat> which one would you say to watch? Well, it's confusing because there's Fright Night from 1985, which is amazing. Five star film for me that one. There's Fright Night Two from 1988, which is good, but not as good as the first one. Then they remade the first Fright Night in 2011, and then they did a sequel to that two years later called Fright Night Two: The New Blood. But it's not a sequel to that, it's a remake of that again. <laughs> oh, really? But it's absolute garbage, that oh, one. It's like right. a straight-to-DVD, just oh, shit right. film okay. kind of thing. But this is the one from 2011. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love it. It stars... Uh, oh, I forgot his name now. Uh, God, the... Uh, the star, the Chekhov in Star Trek. Oh. Oh, oh my God. I, wow. Like the, the, in the in the new Star Trek, in the new Star Trek, just the guy that like died. Yeah, the unfortunate story about um, he ran himself over. Yeah, I, I know you're on about though. It'll yeah. come back to me. It'll come back to me. But he's great in it. I think he he plays this kind of part really well. Just the like the uh, the boy next door kind of thing yeah, yeah. who gets into a problem way over his head. I think he's really good. Okay. I can't believe I can't think of his name. I want to say like Igor <laughs> Strombov. Is that not right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that, no. Uh, well, Ego's good. Uh, <laughs> and it's got Christopher Mintz Plass in it, who's uh, McLovin from Superbad. Oh, right, okay. And stuff like that. He plays Evil Ed, who, like in the first film, is Charlie Brewster's best mate, but he's absolutely obnoxious in the first film. Uh, got this really awful voice, like, Brewster! <laughs> like, it's, it's really obnoxious. But in this film, I think this McLovin version is actually better than the original version. Plays him a bit more realistic, uh, but he, he's good in the film as well. Uh, Evil Ed's good. Uh, Colin Farrell is the vampire. Oh. Uh, I think he's called Jerry Dandridge. Uh, but he he's good in it as well. He plays the part really well. Like the neighbour who uh, is bringing all these women home and like just killing them at night and stuff like... Uh, yeah. it's got, I can't believe I can't think of this kid's name from Star Trek. Do you know, oh, yeah, you, you, you search that for me. <laughs> uh but yeah, the uh, the film's great. Oh, and, and you like David Tennant, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, David Tennant is uh, the vampire hunter in it, who uh, Charlie Brewster has to go and get the help of to like try and fight Colin Farrell. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It it takes the the premise of the first film, but just throws a few new like curveballs in there and makes it a bit a bit different. And it's definitely one of the best. Uh, I've I've just remembered it. Anthony Elchin. <laughs> just as Nick found the name on the phone, <laughs> it just came back to me. <laughs> mm. Yes, well, Anthony Elchin is good as uh, Charlie Brewster. Uh, David Tennant is the vampire hunter yeah. who he goes to get help from. He, he's great as well. Plays him like a kind of Russell Brand kind of, just, just you know, like funny, funny, yeah. cockney character kind but, of thing. Well, this David Tennant? Yeah, David Tennant, yeah. I, I do actually like David Tennant. Like, yeah. Obviously, I was a fan of... Um, Doctor Who before 
yeah um <laughs> I, i'm not a fan anymore let's just say that um um yeah i was a fan of dr who so i really loved him in there and then he he was the purple man in uh jessica jones and yeah, i thought right, yeah. like as as many flaws as that show has like i thought david tennant was just amazing in that series mm. i thought he was brilliant yeah it was a good villain and this is he's not really a villain but it's that kind of like cocky brash arrogant so-and-so yeah. and charlie brewster has to like convince him to help him fight colin farrell at the end and stuff oh, okay. but yeah it's great it's like a co- uh, horror comedy uh yeah i i think i, I really like it. i'll give it a light 4.5 out of 5 i think okay uh and the first one's a five an easy five oh, really? but it's like a light well, that, 4. the original 5. you mean the original one yeah oh, fantastic yeah so we really enjoyed that i'll be watching yep. that I need, I need i'll be watching that in the coming weeks anyway yeah so i'll definitely tell you what i think of that one that's that's me done for films. I've uh, I've got two films I want to mention because as I've been saying throughout October, I was watching horror films, and uh, the the one for the final basically I watched one a week. Um, what the final week because we had two days this week in October, didn't we? Um, was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake? The remake. From 2003, that one is, I think. The, yeah, I think yeah, that's correct. Um, is it? It's okay. I think I think I rated it at like 3.5 out of 5. I, I, I wasn't blown away by the film. I, I liked it. It was all right. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good rating. I mean, I, I quite like it. Uh, and it's nowhere near the original kind of thing, but it's produced by Michael, uh, produced by Michael Bay. And directed by Marcus Nispel, who did the Friday the Thirteenth remake in two thousand and nine, mm. uh, it's better than the Friday the Thirteenth remake. But yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Jessica Biel's quite good in it. I thought. Which one is she? The main uh, main girl. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, I think yeah. she escapes, doesn't she? Yeah. I think she's married to Justin Timberlake in real life. She, yeah, she like I I didn't hate the film. I I I I I, I, I did enjoy it. I did quite enjoy the film. Yeah. But, um, like I. I feel like I need to go back and watch the uh, originals, maybe. The original, yeah. I mean, the first one is just... it. It's very, obviously, amateur filmmaking, uh, but it's incredible. The actual yeah. original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, it's just an experience kind of thing. <laughs> Definitely um, into the idea of watching that. Um, and I'm quite in- intrigued by Leatherface, which is... The film Leatherface? The, the one that's come out this year. Oh, sorry. Uh, there's... Part three was called Leatherface oh, as was well. It? Yeah. Which is okay, but I think Vigo Mortensen's in that one. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, one of his first first film roles. Yeah, um the, no, it's the two thousand seventeen Leatherface. It came oh, out right. this year, didn't it? I didn't even know that had come out, to oh, be honest you know with that? you. No, it's, uh, it's, it's it's out now. is it in the cinema? I'll have to look this up, but um yeah, um I'm quite intrigued by that, so I'll I'll probably watch that in whenever I can. Yeah. Just just on the back of that, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4, which came out in 1995, called The New Generation or something, was the first film of Matthew McConaughey and uh, Rene Zellweger. That was both of their, their, That was the first film for those two actors. I'll have to watch that. It's, it's garbage, but, you know, know, but like, Matthew McConaughey's I, quite funny, I was going to say, I'm quite a fan of McConaughey, yeah. so I, I might have to watch that one. Yeah. Um, the only other movie I wanted to watch, um, sorry, I wanted to talk about, <laughs> watch it now Nick, <laughs> um, is it's a new Netflix uh, well a new Stephen King Netflix film um, called 1922 yep. and it, this was based off a novella of 
Stephen King's of the same name. Um, I, I believe he released a book called like Bright Night Little Stars or something. Oh, Bright Night No Stars or something, or Some, full or full stars or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, Dark Knight, yeah. full something like that, something full stars. Like that, yeah. I remember seeing the book on my sister's shelf. She had the book at some um, point. So. Basically, he released that book, and in 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 that book, he had four novellas. I think it was yeah. one of them being nineteen twenty two. Um, and yeah, um, I actually really enjoyed the film. It's about basically it starts off, and it's about a um a, a man, a farmer, and his wife living on a thing with a child. When I say child, he's like a young man. Um, and his wife kind of she wants to move away from the farm life and uh, like move to the city to start selling dresses, and he doesn't. <laughs> and it starts off the film starts off with him kind of writing this like letter, um, and it's basically a confession letter, and it basically starts off with him like killing his wife. Um. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, it starts off with him like killing his wife so he can have his way, like convincing his son to help him, right? Kind of thing. And like his son, like, is convinced that it's his idea as well, kind of thing. Um, but it kind of the, the more it goes on, like, more bodies are um, turning up and turning stuff. Up. Like, when I say turning up, it's not just him killing them, just like what he's done has made all these people die and right and ruin these people's lives and stuff. And it's 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 quite a yeah it's quite a shocking film I, I think that's the word I'm looking for, um but I I really enjoyed it it was a good one um yeah I I, I don't know what I'd rate it maybe three out of five yeah, yeah. but I'd, I'd say give it a watch it's worth a watch I'm I'm definitely interested in in watching it uh I've never read the story so I, you know I'll be interested to, to give it a watch but. Just interesting how Stephen King's getting a massive like resurgence at the moment yeah. in popularity. This nineteen twenty two, the Gerald's Game Netflix uh, film, The Dark Tower, yeah, uh, it you know it's, it's that uh, Gerald's Game is the reason I wanted to watch this one to be honest because I, I spoke about it a few episodes ago, didn't I? Yeah, um, and that, that is amazing. I love Gerald's Game, and because of that, I was like, it's another Netflix Stephen King film. I might as well give it a go. I, I wouldn't rate this as highly as Gerald's game like at all, but it's definitely worth a watch. It's yeah. Interesting. Nice one. I'll definitely check that out. Fantastic. Uh, well, I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done with the catch up. On the catch up. Time for the main event. Yep. Which will be Stranger Things. Stranger Things created and I think directed a lot of them by the Duffer Brothers. The I Duffer believe. Brothers, yeah. yeah. Um, should we dive straight into this? Or yeah, can I ask you first? What do you think about series one, just on the whole? I think it, it, it's one of those shows that, like, I feel, I feel like I did enjoy it, but I, I wouldn't rate it as even close to one of my favourites or anything. Yeah, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was alright. Kind of what would you give it out of five if you had to review the whole series? The the season series one. one, yeah. Oh, I don't know, maybe. Three out of five. Well, that's fair enough. That's what I'm going for. Three out of five. Uh, like we, we've spoke a lot with everyone at work, and everyone at work loves Stranger Things, don't they? Yeah, I'm, 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 I wouldn't say I love it. I, I enjoy it for what yeah. it is, but for me, it's the kind of show that the, the only hook to watch it is to find out what happens next, kind of thing. 
And when you when you finish it and look back at the whole series, you realise not actually much happened. It's just yeah. all teasing you to keep you keep you watching. Um, and series one, I, I enjoyed. It. I'll give it a three out of five on the whole. Uh, so yeah, I'm just want to jump straight to series two because I've got a bit a bit to. Yeah, we've got, got a bit to go. Should we try and do what we did on Twin Peaks and Game of Thrones, or we just kind of... Yeah, we can do. We can just try and get through it in a chronological order kind of thing. Yeah, and, should we do that? Yeah. I don't think we'll have much to say on each episode. Like you say, not a whole lot happens. Yeah. Um, what we'll do, we'll start off episode one, and we start the series with... Yeah. Um, it's a scene with a new character um, with a tattoo of 008 on her arm, yep. which indicates that she's someone um, like Eleven. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, you're not sure at first what you're watching. They're, doing, they're, they're robbing a bank, aren't they, basically? Yeah, yeah. Being chased by police cars. And she she seemingly, like, gets them to escape the police by collapsing a bridge in front of the police cars. Yeah. But you later find out that that isn't actually what's happened. She's just kind of put the idea in someone's head, kind of. Yeah, she's just made it seem like to the police, that the, the bridge is collapsed in front of them. Not, not even to the police, it was to that one police officer, wasn't it? Yeah, who, who like, basically the, caused the pile like, up. What the fuck, have you died? Yeah. Why have you done that? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, this, this is a bit of a tease, but and it, this is one of the issues for me with the series, it barely comes back to it. It doesn't. They set it. something up, and, and like, this is more of a setup for series three, I imagine, than anything else. I think that, yeah. I feel like we're going to start meeting more of uh, Eleven's do we say brothers and sisters? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we'll probably see more of them in season three, won't we? I mean, I'm just thinking then, you probably put it together there. The, we're probably going to see Eleven putting together like a super team of these X-Men kids yeah. to fight this big monster thing that's coming. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we go from there to, we meet, we meet another new character. The episode's named after, uh, named after her, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the episode's called Mad Max, and it's a young girl called Maxine. It is, yeah. She gets all the high scores in the in, on the in the video games. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like we meet her straight away, do we? Like, no. Um, all the kids are in a uh, in the arcade, and uh, is it Dustin? Um, who's normally like got all the high scores? Yeah. And he's uh, and he finds that this Mad Max has got all the high scores. Yeah, taking all his high scores on centipede and asteroids and. I mean, can I just jump into it? Jump into this now. This is what I meant to mention earlier. This is one thing I don't like about the show, like the nostalgia pandering. Uh, I know it's like a trendy thing at the moment to reference stuff from the nineteen eighties and stuff. You know, everyone loves the nineteen eighties. Yeah. But as someone who lived in the nineteen eighties, it's not as you know. What I mean, it's not yeah, exactly yeah. like something you want to be want to go back to all the time. And it, it just doesn't sit right with me. It makes me feels a bit gross to me the fact that they're like in this series they're wearing like Ghostbusters uniforms and stuff and <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuff like that for no purpose whatsoever other than to remind you it was set in the 1980s you know, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so yeah and, and the fact that they're in the arcades with all these centipede coin ops and asteroids and yeah. stuff it just feels like they're trying to remind you of Tron and stuff like that you know what I mean and I, I'm not totally into that if I wanted that I'd just watch Tron in the first place yeah, so yeah. you know I don't need it in this TV show but yeah rant over that's <laughs> <laughs> fine um so yeah, um, this Maxine, uh, does she come into the arcade at this point? Well, she gets dropped off at school by, by her, her brother, Billy, Billy, 
who's played by uh, the Red Ranger from the new Power Rangers film. Is it? I have I no idea I, what the actor's name is. I didn't but... notice that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Dustin and Lucas seem to take like an interest in them almost straight away. Yeah. Um, they seem to have a bit of a... They, they seem to be like kind of fighting over a kind of thing. Yeah, a bit of a thing for her. Uh, yeah, and she's calling them like creepers at first, isn't she? Because they're, they're following around school and stuff, trying, yeah, to, yeah. trying to start a conversation. But eventually they end up uh, inviting them to go trick-or-treating with them. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. But like, I think that's the second episode. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, like, he gets dropped off by a brother and Billy, um, yeah, don't he just goes off. Seems like a bit of a dick, doesn't he, straight away? Yeah, he, does, he, he doesn't give off the, uh, the best impression kind of thing. And can I just point out as well, this character Billy... What is his point in this whole series? Yeah, you know I didn't what I mean? Get that. He, I thought it was going to lead to something. Yeah, it I just thought, doesn't lead to anything. It was just like he was just a dick. It was just, just a, a dick and a problem for Steve to, to get past, which, he, which he doesn't get past. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. um, while all this is happening, it seems that um, Will is having like hallucinations of his time in the uh, Upside Down. Yeah, I mean, I took it as he was actually flicking back there for a second. Well, yeah, like some weird psychic connection or something. Yeah, I think I think in this episode though, like he goes to a doctor and the doctor pretty much says, "Yeah, you're having like flashbacks kind of thing." Yeah, but like while while we're in the arcade, it kind of flips to the upside down, doesn't it? Yeah, and like we see like I think we see some creatures outside and stuff. It takes a step outside, and the shadow of that this giant monster kind of rears yeah. rears up in front of him. And uh, yeah. Not much else happens, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I feel like it had something then. But oh, one thing I do like, the new head doctor, Dr. Owens, is played by Paul Reiser, who's like an old actor from the 80s. He was oh, right. like Burke from Aliens and stuff like that. Oh, right, cool. It's uh, not been in much recently, but you know the TV show Mad About You with Helen Hunt? He was the main guy from that. Right. And Paul Reiser was actually involved in the whole Sony hack that happened a couple of years ago whereby his emails were hacked. Mm. And it turned out he'd been emailing Sony constantly saying, like, when is Man About You going to get released on DVD? <laughs> <laughs> and it sounded really sad that, like, the actor who starred in the show is, is pestering Sony to release his show on DVD. But it, it's a bit more humble than that. He, he was doing it because fans have been constantly pestering him, saying, like, when can we buy Mad About You? We want to get it on DVD. Yeah. So on behalf of the fans, he's constantly pestering Sony to try and get it released. Oh. But it looked at the time like it was just this like <laughs> sad actor who just wanted his own show on DVD so oh, he could watch it himself or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. And in this episode as well, actually, we find out um, that Hopper, yeah, um, he, he's living in a cabin in the woods. I hate this. <laughs> yeah, well, he's living with Eleven, isn't he? I mean, it just feels like they've retconned the entire end of the, f- the first series. You were led to believe at the end of the first series that Eleven almost like killed herself to get rid of the monster thing, yeah. which you've got the like a playset of here. Yeah, yeah. Almost like killed herself to get rid of it, and they've just completely now said no. All that happened was she just went to the upside down or something, popped through a hole, and got into the woods. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but like, was they planning on this still? Because I don't think they were planning on what they've done with it, because. There's the shot of Hopper leaving food in, the, in, in a wooden say, yeah. box in the woods. I think they had something different in mind completely. Uh, and now they're just like, oh, she escaped through a hole into the woods. 
Hopper knew she was in the woods and left food for her in a wooden box. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, it I think there was some other plan there and they've just now retconned it to that, you know, so 11 can come back straight away, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Like, at the end of their first season, they did have that shot of Hopper putting that in. I was like, so they must have had some plan for that. Yeah. But, like, it, they've, throughout the season, like, I think we see some shots of that kind of thing, don't we? And and it just, like you say, it just turns out that... He's leaving food for Eleven, who he knows is in the woods. Yeah, like, but, no, but no one else does. Yeah, and how does he know at that point? Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. But, um, yeah, he, he's going to this cabin in the woods and uh, Eleven, who now has some hair on her head, yeah. um, is living there with him. Mm. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to say on episode one. Do you want to move no, on? I think I'm done. Move on to the next one. Yeah. Chapter two, Trick or Treat Freak. Yep. And this is where, at the start of this episode, they detail in full how Eleven escapes from the Upside Down, which she went to after killing that monster. Uh, goes hiding in the woods. Does she actually kill someone in the woods? Or I feel like there's a like man. A, was that a vision or something? There's a, there's a man, wasn't there, like, who, he, he was just being friendly. Yeah. And I feel like she knocked him out of her mind powers or something. It was a flaming stick. She like got a flaming stick out of a fire. And whacked him in the head with it. Oh, yeah. I was like, have you just killed him? <laughs> and then she takes all his clothes. Or something. Yeah. Um, after that, the after that flashback, we already know that Hopper's living with her in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. She wants Hopper to take him, take her trick or treating, and I don't think he's happy about that. No, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want her to go out at all, does he? He kind of wants her to be stay locked up in the cabin. Yeah. Um. But she's obviously wanting to have a bit of bit more human interaction, and she wants to uh, get back to uh, is it Mike. Mike, yeah, yeah, um, um, because obviously they were quite good mates in the first one. Yeah, uh, I think she tries to use uh, mind powers. Um, I think she's got. I don't. I, I don't remember this being a thing in season one, but I, I season one's a bit of a blur to me. But she she has this power where she can like contact people. Yeah, she does, and I hate this. Was, <laughs> was, was this a new edition, or...? I'm sure there was a couple of scenes in series one like this, but I wasn't under the impression she had, like, this weird mind power to, to go and see people whenever yeah. she wanted. I thought it was part of the Upside Down or something in the first series. Yeah, yeah. But the established in series two that when she goes into this... I mean, I'm, I, this is the reason I hate it. It's completely ripped off from uh, Under the Skin. It's got, like, a Johansson film from, like, three, four yeah. years ago, where... Uh, she just stood in this black, like vast ocean with like a with a puddle of water along the floor, and it's just all black basically. And she's walking along this like puddly floor, water floor kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And oh, the look of that is just completely I'm ripped say off. It looks exactly the, exactly the same. Well, as under the from, skin. From what I can gather, it sounds like it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's literally exactly the same look to the scene. But now they've established that when she's in that in that area, it's like she can visit people without them knowing. Yeah. Is that is that what you got from it? I feel so. Yeah, that's it's what it seems to be. Yeah, and I, I weren't big. It seemed a bit of a cop out to me. Where, yeah. where like she's obviously like okay, but we need we need a way of her being able to figure stuff out. Oh, she can just go into people's thoughts and see them. I totally totally agree. That's one another issue I've got with the series. Why Eleven is even in it from episode one? I don't know because she doesn't do anything. Yeah. And they have to invent stuff like this just to keep her in the show, you know, like, yeah. oh, she can just visit Mike or something. Like, she doesn't do anything until the final episode. 
and they're just clearly just trying to find stuff for her to do just to keep her around, you know what I mean? It, mm. it just feels totally redundant to me. And while all this is happening, um, we've got the other kids preparing for uh, Halloween. Yeah. And it comes back to what you were saying before, where like they're all in their, their Ghostbusters outfits, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and I think they go to school, don't they? They, they go do, to school dressed up. dressed up, and they're actually the only people in school dressed up. <laughs> so not only are they dressed up in probably one of the nerdiest things to go to school dressed yeah. up in, but they're the only ones they're dressed only up ones. in anything. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, I think after that we go to Hopper, uh, meaning being called to like a pumpkin patch. Yeah, I mean I've got I've got issues with this as well. <laughs> Which I mean, go ahead. Well. I want to see what your thoughts are on this. I don't get any of this. Hopper's called to a pumpkin patch because, like, this farm's going, becoming rotten and it's, like, stretching further and further out. Why is it becoming rotten other than the fact they need something to happen before the finale? Like, I don't get any of it. The farm's becoming rotten. I'm jumping ahead here, but we find out later there's, like, tunnels under the floor with tentacles in it and stuff. Just, just what does this have to do with anything like no i feel like the upside down is rotting stuff because it, it's kind of like a it's kind of like the upside down's kind of spreading into ah, the, right so they do actually mention that they have to keep burning it to keep it back or something. yeah like the upside down's kind of spreading into this world into the real world somehow infecting mm. like stuff like pumpkins and trees and stuff like that and uh yeah is it like it gets called to that, and this farm is going, oh, it's it's Buddy Mike. I don't know what the person's name is, but it's Mike Bob or something. Um, like it's him, he's jealous kind of thing, which we'll later find out. We'll later have an encounter with this Mike Bob, whatever his name is, um, in the police station. He's like, oh, yeah, it's him. And basically they're blaming each other um, for, for, for infecting each other's pumpkins. And yeah. yeah I, I I I don't I didn't understand what why I needed to see this little quarrel. Yeah, I mean, from a bit of maybe comic relief, but it yeah. That makes more sense to me now that you mentioned it's the upside down taking over. Yeah, but, hmm, I'm just not that bothered about it really. Like, is it, that's the whole jeopardy of this season, isn't it? The fact that the upside down's taken over and they have to close the gate to stop it because yeah. they can't. We find out later they can't burn the thing anymore because it hurts Will when they burn it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, after this, we get Nancy um, basically trying to talk, talking to Steve, trying to say um, that he wants to tell Barb's parents the truth about her death. Um, Steve says, "Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> and the government might come and kill us essentially." Um, and instead of this, they t- basically just go out and. Uh, get drunk at this halloween party don't they? yeah um well i say they get drunk uh nancy gets drunk on some weird um like a homemade punch, punch call, yeah. call it pure fuel don't they pure, pure fuel, fuel yeah um and yeah they, they they kind of go to this party she gets all drunk she starts arguing and i think this is basically the point where her and steve break up they, yeah like that's them them over <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I think like jonathan um that's mike's brother no nope. uh, will's brother, brother yeah. sorry he's there at the party he he we see him basically taking nancy home and tucking her into bed um which 
we, 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 I think a lot of people have been kind of wanting them to, to get together. I mean, I, I'm, I've never been one to care for relationships in TV yeah. series and that, but... I mean, I don't like Nancy. She's got a weird face, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan is, looks like a proper creep as he well. He does think, look so. quite <laughs> creepy, doesn't it? Yeah. But a lot of people have been kind of wanting this. And and this is kind of the first indication that we actually might be getting it this season. Yeah. Um, and just to mention, they go trick or treating at the end of the episode, and uh, oh, the kids, the kids. So yeah, yeah, they do. And yeah. they have another little little nostalgia update where Mad Max is dressed like uh, Michael Myers, and Will has another like one of his episodes mm. after being like kind of bullied by a guy in a Jason Voorhees mask. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but he has another vision and he goes back into the upside down again and this is when he tells Mike about his visions that you know something is not right kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah so yeah oh I'm sorry the, the final point is Dustin returns home and finds the, uh, the little, a, a little monster thing in his it's like brain. a little slug isn't it kind of thing. yeah well does he I don't think he finds it straight away because he gets home and it's like a thing and he's like oh cat and then like oh you're right yeah the thing's Banging at first, he doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, he's just banging on the on the mm. on the the bin, um, trash, whatever we want to yeah. call it. Um, and yeah, he just kind of goes in and forgets about it. Uh, I think that would lead us on to the. That was literally the end of the episode. So that was yeah. That would lead us on to the next episode, um, which starts off again with more uh, flashbacks yeah. of uh, Hopper and Eleven in the woods. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, just showing her how Hopper found her, took us to the cabin and, and did it all up and stuff. Because it was a mess at first, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and then after that, we, we meet Bob, a new character. Samwise Gouncey. Yeah, Sean Astin. Sean Astin, uh, yeah. Playing Joyce's boyfriend. Joyce is Winona Ryder, who is the mother of Will. Yeah. Who has a thing with Hopper. Like an unrequited thing with Hopper, which they never really deal with. But uh, yeah, so Bob is played by Sean Astin going out with Joyce. And he's a bit of a geek, isn't he? He is. He seems to be like, I think if, if he seems to own a business or something, which is basically just a uh, like a computer repair, tech repair kind of place or something. Yeah. Basically a nerd job. And a. Uh, yeah, he's, like you say, he seems to be. He seems to be a, a, a nice guy, anyway. But um, yeah, just a proper nerd. And I think he, he he kind of encourages Will to stand up to all of his fears um, and stuff. I, I don't know if it's this episode or another one, but like they, they have a bit of a. Uh, I think it might be this episode where like they're in the car and yeah, they're talking. It's this and uh, Bob's talking about how he. Uh, I mean, I think I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but I'll I'll no, it's fine. go with it anyway. Um, Bob's talking to him about how, like, he has a young child. He had this fear of, uh, of, of clowns, and before I go on, like, I've 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 been like reading like people. Where apparently, people are thinking that Bob was a child who uh, live uh, who who was uh, attacked by Pennywise. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of fan theories that um, reckon this because not only does Bob's parents live in the state that um, it takes place in, um, but he's obviously scared of a cha- of clowns. Or mm. he was as a child, and he basically had to 
face his fears and tell her you're not going to hurt me, you know, to get rid of it. And uh, so people think that Bob might have been a child that was attacked by... Oh, right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a fan theory, probably not a true one, because, I mean, it might... It, well, I mean, this show's referenced to Stephen King quite a lot as well, yeah. so it's, it's, prob- it's probably it's, it's an intentional thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's plausible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he tells me he's, like, scared of clowns and, you know, just stand up to your fears and stuff. Yeah. And just, just, yeah, just look, look, look your fears in your eyes and say, you're not going to... Uh, me and all this jazz. Well, I find that funny because we're going to get back to it at the end. But Will takes his advice, and it's the worst advice possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really was. yeah, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we we get we go to Nancy and Jonathan. Well, Nancy's trying to ask um, Jonathan if he'll help her to kind of get the information to Barb's parents about yeah. what actually happened to her. Uh, there's one scene where uh, Nancy and Steve are eating. KFC with Bob's parents. Yeah. And again, a little bit of nostalgia pandering. They had an old KFC bucket there, you know, an old style one and stuff. That was actually quite good. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like KFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because like, there was a, re- a reference on, on, like, when they were eating it. And uh, I think um, Steve, he's a bit awkward around Bob's parents or something. And he, and he says to one of them, he's like, oh, it's uh, finger licking good there. Yeah. I was just like, uh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, apart from that, um, we go to back to Hopper. Yeah. Um, who's asking Dr. Owens to investigate the pumpkin rotting, which you'd, um, we'd seen in the previous episode. Yeah. Um, does he go to the uh, building, that weird building? He goes to that building to talk to him, yeah. Yeah. And at first, Paul Rises is like, you don't tell me what to do, but he does actually listen to him in the end, I yeah. think. They have like some weird agreement where Hopper says, you know, you do what you want and I and I police the town, but, you know, as soon as you start to endanger people, you have to, you know, help me and get it sorted yeah, yeah. out kind of thing. Um, Which may be, may kind of uh, be why he knew that Eleven was in the woods. Like they, yeah, maybe. If, if they have like an agreement, maybe. Might have told him. Although, to be fair, he is keeping him in the cabin to keep keep her away from these people, isn't he? True. true. He thinks if they know she's she's around, very, they'll catch yeah. her. And, very good point. Uh, going moving on to Dustin, he's he's found this weird little creature. Yeah, he finds it this time, doesn't he? Yeah, calls it D'Artagnan. <laughs> he uh, does. Yeah. I mean, can I ask? Why are the monsters just knocking about? I don't get this. That, like I said, I think it's kind of the same as the pumpkin rotting thing. I think the uh, upside down's kind of leaking into the the what, right side up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, what do we call it? Why is it in his bin though? I don't. I don't have a clue. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that was just um, for the for the show, so yeah. that they could uh, make Dustin find it, kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, it, it takes him in and and the. Uh, um, he, he 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 tries to figure out what it is, um, and this is what the episode's called, and um, the polywog. He thinks it's something like a polywog, or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I think he shows it to the other kids at school as well, doesn't it? And he does, and they all decide it is like a monster from the upside down or yeah, something. Yeah. That, whereas if Dustin loves it, like a like a pet dog or something. <laughs> is this after like Will? Um, tells him about his uh, well, kind of describes in detail like his hallucinations. Yeah. And they're like, 
yeah, this is definitely something from the upside down. <laughs> and it basically, after, I think Mike and the other kids want to, like, basically kill it to get rid of it. Yeah. And Dustin's not happy about there, it. There's, but... a, there's a, like a bit of a scene in the where they're, like, chasing it around the school kind of thing because it escaped from, like, the, I think, basically Mad Max. She isn't allowed... Uh, she's not allowed in the room because it's only gang members yeah. or something. And uh, and she kind of kicks the door in so she can kind of see what's going on. And uh, the 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 polywog, whatever we're calling it, um, Dart, um, escapes the room and they're basically chasing it around the school. And it ends with Dustin basically finding it and sticking it in his hat. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, while that's going on, Will's ventured out onto the sports field, hasn't he? Yeah. I think he's had another vision of the Upside Down, hasn't he? He was was in the Upside Down, wasn't he? And he's ventured out into the sports field where he's confronted by this big shadow monster, they call it again, a giant shadow monster. And he's, he's telling it, I'm not afraid, taking Bob's advice saying I'm not afraid, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And the monster just like takes him over, just mm. in a weird scene where it goes yeah. into him, kind of thing. Yeah, that was weird. It kind of takes yeah. him over, doesn't it? And like, like everyone, we see it from everyone else's point of view as well. And he's just kind of stood there, kind of having a bit of a fit, yeah. kind of thing. And uh, yeah, um, like you say, this this big creature, he's he's there going like, no, 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 I'm not afraid of you, kind of thing. And then it just goes in him. Yeah. Mm. And just before that scene, we had a bit where uh, Joyce, Will's mum, was watching a video that we recorded on Halloween. Oh, yeah, she actually sees the outline of the creature, doesn't she? Yeah, and at the point when Will like flashes into the Upside Down, in the static, she could see like the, sh- the weird shadow monster. So she knows something yeah, is not she, totally she, she right. Knew... Well, it could, what it was, she kind of, she did like a, a, um, a sketch of it on a piece of paper, which... I was like, I was like, how the hell have you got that so good? I know I thought that, off yeah. the TV. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out. It was like a perfect drone of the Shadow Monster. Yeah, <laughs> off of the TV. I was like, I don't know what you've done there, but yeah. Uh, and and she matched it up to a picture that uh, Willard drew, and so she was She's like, like, Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that's pretty much all. I mean, there's another bit, a little scene in the school um, before all that happened. Um, because Eleven essentially broke out of the house, yeah, and uh, and she, to to try and find Mike, and she sees Mike arguing with uh, Mad Max, mm. um, and I, th- I think she 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 thought it was more friendly, um, and got a bit jealous, yeah, and and when in fact Mike really doesn't like yeah, Mad Max, <laughs> well, she, she, she didn't like her at all, yeah, did he? But uh, I think Eleven, uh. She kind of knocked the skateboard out from underneath Max and her. Yeah. And then, like, Will was like, "What happened?" And she's and Max says, "Oh, I, I don't have to explain it apart from like someone pulled it from underneath me or something." Yeah. And, and he like, knows straight away it's. He uh, knew straight away and started yeah. running out after her. Um, yeah. That was pretty. That's pretty much it for episode three. Yep. Move on to the next one. Where we've got. Uh, we start with uh, Will waking up to. Um, all his family and friends around him quite concerned. Yeah. Um, I think they were at that built that weird building, wasn't they? Did they take him to that? Oh, weird... I think I think they did. Yeah. 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 I think so. And then then um, his mum um, takes him home. 
Um, but he's, 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 he's not acting quite right, is he? No, it's like he has this weird phase where, a bit like automatic writing, he's just like scribbling these massive like blue patterns and stuff on paper. Yeah. And they figure out at some point that when you line them all up and put them together... It was Bob, form, wasn't it? Well, I, he didn't figure it out at this point. They figured out they all like lined oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's later on, Bob comes in and goes, oh, that's like Tallahy or whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I didn't like the whole, how they figured it out. I mean, Cause, it's cause ridiculous. I, you could line any of those pictures up next exactly. to each other. There's no, there's no like great like jigsaw between them. I don't, like, I hated that. I was like, like no. <laughs> like, yeah. they just picked two up and like, oh my God, look, if you overlap them in this weird way. Yeah. Like, no. It's like if you take anything, you can overlap it with anything. If you're willing to bend it enough, you know what I mean? It's like, but that's what they were doing. They were yeah, they were bending, bending it everywhere. And like, I was like, nah. Surely for it to work, you have to have the paper flush to the next exactly. one, not, not, not just. Well, if you, if you do it this way, you can you can line it up. Yeah, that's what I mean. If I, I could I could put two pieces of paper, if I do it in weird ways, it's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that bugged me a bit, I'm not going to lie to you. It's like I could get, get two, two book pages and line them up in a way so it looks like the... The letters run along, but it won't make any sense. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, like after all this has happened, like Bob kind of comes around and is like, "Oh well, uh, because uh, Will's ill, I've brought him. I can't remember what he what he brought. It was like a board game or something. Yeah, I and think he said, was. "This is what I I always you help. Um, it always helped me get better when I was a kid. So I brought it around for oh, Will. Oh, pu- puzzles, weren't they? Yeah, the puzzles. Yeah, and uh, basically he says, "But if you need anything, let me know." Basically, George tells him to sod off. Yeah. Uh, and he said, okay, well, just let me know if you need anything. And she's like, actually. And she basically invites him in to look at it. He's just a bit sceptical going, I mean, I get that you're playing along with his hallucinations, but what's going on? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Um, yeah. Um and uh, and he basically looks at all the pieces of paper and he, he somehow comes to a conclusion that um a bl- a big blue blob was a was a lake yeah which which yeah i don't know how is again preposterous to me yeah it's like oh that's a lake whatsoever that's a lake so and so yeah bit convenient <laughs> yeah yeah uh just in the same episode we've got Nancy and Jonathan again on on the case of Trying to figure out what happened to Barb, or or trying to figure out who actually killed her. Yeah. And they do some weird sting operation where they phone Barb's parents, and the uh, the guys from the I don't know what's it called the building I can't, I can't even think what it's I, called. I actually can't think what the building's called. Uh, like the undercover lab, basically. Uh, they're listening to the phone call, and when she when Nancy and Jonathan try to meet the parents the day after. They do a sting operation and, and catch them in the car park. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Take them to the undercover lab to show them what's going on. Saying, "Look, we didn't kill Barb. It's these monsters that that did it." Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. So they sh- yeah, <laughs> but they're not convinced, are they? Um, no, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't get this whole Nancy and Jonathan thing. I don't really get what. No. They've literally told them the truth and said it was she was killed by a monster from this upside down thing. So, but then they, they go off and like, well, we're going to reveal the truth. It's like, yeah, what? Um, but they don't even do that in the end. They, they, they uncover the watered down truth, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. But uh, yeah, so after that, uh, well, we find out Nancy didn't we uh, recorded the whole ordeal? Oh, of course, she yeah. basically recorded it all. Yeah, and, uh, 
And I've, I've, I don't know if it's this episode, but basically they go to some random dude's house, don't they? They go to a like conspiracy nut who was in the show earlier on talking to Jim Hopper. Yeah, he was. And Hopper was just like, get out of here, you know, I'm not listening to you. And this conspiracy nut will actually listen to Nancy and Jonathan and try and help them to uncover what happened to Barb and the whole shebang kind of thing. Yeah, so uh, after that, we then jump back to the kids again. And we find out that Dustin, this little little pet, uh, broke out of his dart, cage. Dart, dart, that's it, yeah. Broke out, it's grown so big. It's It, it was feeding like chocolate once. He, uh, oh, well, the, oh, the Three Musketeers. Bar. It was, it was nougat. N- nougat, uh, the Three Musketeers chocolate barbie fed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it was grown bigger. It broke out of the little, like, lizard box <laughs> and yeah. ate his cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a bit weird, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And I like I don't know how you cover that up from your mum, but like he successfully did it. Yeah, I don't get that. Because like yeah. his mum was like, the cat's gone missing. Was it you? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it, kind of thing. Yeah, felt bad for the cat. Yeah. Oh, that's one other thing. The, the little monster that Dustin has. Uh, Basically, they've got a name for the big version of the monster called a demo demo gorgon. Is that right? Isn't it from like some weird like D and D thing or something? I think it might be. I feel, yeah. I feel like he's got a little book of like Dungeons and Dragons monsters, and and they're pulling pretty much all their information from this kind of thing. Yeah, and 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 they're just going with it as if it's real life. Yeah, I mean, again, another thing I don't like in series one, it opens with them playing D and D in in like a basement, and it's literally shot for shot the same as ET. There's a shot that like, ET opens with that, and I'm just like, oh, stop referencing better stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I wasn't too happy with that, but yeah, they're all D and D fans. We're led to believe. Yeah, uh, we 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 pretty much end the episode with, uh, well, we we with Eleven and Hopper. Um, the, the, I think Hopper ends the episode, but we have Eleven and Hopper having an argument, and uh, and. After Hopper, I think he storms out the house or something. Um, Eleven finds the the research. Yeah, um, in, the, in the basement, and um, she finds like a box in the basement of all the files from the undercover lab. Doesn't she? Yeah. Um, with that weird black um, water room, and like she sat there and she says, "I think she says a name," which. I can't remember what her name is now. The name of Eleven. Yeah. Jane, I think it is. Jane. I think, does she say Jane? Like, Jane. And then that, and then she's just gone kind of thing. Yeah. But like I say, it ends with with Hopper um, digging in a hole um, around the tainted fields. I think, actually, I think the reason he went there, he had a bit of a epiphany while arguing with Eleven, didn't he? I can't remember, I, to be honest. I know, it's, it's a bit of a blur I have to me, no idea why he goes to this field. I feel like he had a bit of an epiphany during an argument with her. And, and he was like, oh, shit. So he goes to this field, starts digging a hole, and and he finds the 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 tunnels. <clears throat> the tunnels filled with like tentacles and stuff. Which I think we actually find out that these are the tunnels that... Uh, Will was drawing. Ah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and and I feel I don't I feel like was it this episode where uh, um it might be next episode. It's a good little uh, um cross like thingy segue segue um that we find out that 
like Will finds out, I think, has a vision of Hopper being in the... Uh, yeah, that's right. Will knows. And this is why they get Bob involved. Because they're trying to work out exactly where Hopper is on the map. And Bob is like, yeah, I'm great at puzzles and what have you. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, could you just take a look at this? Yeah, and, he, yeah. and he works out... As, it says it's not an exact it's not an exact science, but he works out basically where Hopper is on the map, yeah. kind of thing. Is that this episode, not last one? Yeah, through Will's uh, visions and what have you. Yep. So uh, yeah, like Will um, has a vision of Hopper in the thing, doesn't he? And uh, Bob, yeah, you see, he, he, he pretty much figures it out, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you just said that, and I've just completely repeated <laughs> everything you said. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, he identifies the network as a map under Hawkins, the uh, the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, after like they, they find it, I don't, I don't know if we see that straight away, but I think uh, it kind of ends with them kind of figuring out whereabouts he is. Yeah. And then it cuts from that to Nancy and Jonathan. Back with, to their story with, with that with weird the conspiracy theor- theorist, conspiracy nut guy, yeah, who likes vodka. Who does like vodka? Yeah, um, yeah. He, he he explains something. He explains that what they need to do they need to water down the information to reveal to reveal it to the parents of to par- to Bob's parents, and he re- and he and he explains this with vodka. He's like, yeah. see, it's 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 all right if you just have vodka, but if you put more lemonade in it, it's it's more digestible. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, this is actually a theory in terms of you know like conspiracy theories and what have you. They always say if you, in terms of Stranger Things, if you went to the papers and said, "There's a big undercover lab doing experiments. There's an upside down that's going to take over the world, and there's a big monster that's going to pop out." Yeah. They won't believe you. But if you say, "There's a lab that's doing experiments on, you know, like uh, on animals or something, and it's causing some weird stuff to happen," if you water it down, they'll be more likely to believe you. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. So that's the theory, anyway. That. If you tell the truth about stuff like that, no one will believe you. But if you water it down a little bit, people will actually take you on, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, after we've got this whole scene with them, but then we go from that to uh, Lucas. Um, he kind of he's trying to get Max on his side, so he he, he sets it up this whole thing where she goes to the arcade. It's I don't know why. He couldn't just have someone go. Can you come and see Lucas? But um, but she gets she goes to the arcade. Um, there's a sign on her favorite machine saying out of order. The guy says, "Oh, it's out of order," but there's a one in the back. She goes to the back. Lucas is sat there. Yeah. I don't think we spoke last about it for the last episode, but they they they, they were not friends. <laughs> I think they fell out for some reason. I think it's basically her saying him saying that uh, you can't be part of the crew. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, he reveals to her everything that happened in season one, essentially, and she she ends it and by pretty much going, huh, it's quite good. Um, it was a good story. Um, there's a few um, like things I've got a problem with, but yeah, it's a good story overall. <laughs> Sorry, I've just realised something. This episode's called Dig Dug. It is. What Hopper's doing is Dig Dug by digging his, into the tunnels and stuff. Like I hate that. <laughs> It's basically the, the arcade game Dig Dug. Like, oh, what, what Hopper right. is doing is exactly what you're doing, Dig Dug. Like, <laughs> sorry, I, just, I only just clicked onto that. I, I hate that. <laughs> I really hate it. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot to hate. Yeah, well, there's yeah. A lot to hate in this series, John. Yeah. 
So yeah, I literally just only just clicked on that. <laughs> then, uh, so where were you up to? You're, I was just L- saying, Lucas she, and Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max didn't really. Uh, she she pretty much rebuffed his uh, his whole story about um, the previous year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, goes from there to Dustin, and he's trapped. Dart or whatever we called it. Yeah, um, Dart Anthony. Da- See, I quite like this. I like the way he led it out the house. He got himself all like geared up with hockey gear on and stuff. He did yeah. Uh, got like little uh, slices of bologna and led it out the house into the basement. But there was one bit where, just as the the demogorgon thing is about to go into the basement, it spots Dustin in the shed. And Dustin just goes mental and runs out at it, yeah. <laughs> and, it and like scares it into the basement. <laughs> that was quite good. <laughs> yeah, it was quite good. Oh, I saw that. I thought that whole scene was quite good. I think. Um, did, what happened now? Did he go to find? He goes to find. Oh, Mike was it? He goes to find Mike Dustin, doesn't he? But ends up um, coming across Steve. That's who, right. Yeah. Um, who he basically, but uh, um, basically, Steve was going to. Apologised to Nancy, I believe, but he was like, "Yeah, she's not a fuck. Yeah. Could you help?" <laughs> and he says, "Have you got that baseball bat in you?" I swear, this show—it's just—it's got a load of references to everything because this baseball bat is definitely a uh, Lucille from Walking Dead. Mm. I feel like they're just—they're just referencing everything ever. Yeah, about uh, with nails through and stuff. And yeah, so um, yeah, he basically recruits Steve to come and help recapture this. Demigog and what we call it. I mean, it, it just feels to me though like it's not so much that it doesn't feel organic the way they're doing it. This feels to me like we need something for Steve to do because he's got nothing to do. Let's have him meet up with Dustin and you know, you know what I mean. It just feels like they're trying to pair people up to give yeah. them something to do, like as opposed true, to true. this needs doing. I'm gonna come back to it in a minute because what they end up doing is completely pointless. But <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Where do we go from there? Uh, well, from there, it's 11. And yeah. she's um, she basically leaving to try and f- locate her mother, um, Terry Ives, I believe her name is. Um, but she's, like, in a bit of a catatonic state. Yeah. Um, and she's been cared for by, like, her sister, I think. Um, but um, I think, like, 11 realises she can... Uh, communicate with her uh, because of flashing lights or something right. she's like oh this is not just flashing light this isn't just electricity i can and she re- she manages to like communicate with her well that's a callback to series one isn't it when will was trapped in the upside down and he communicated through the flashing lights yeah, and stuff yeah. yeah but um yeah and she, she managed to gain some of her memories and stuff and she sees a <clears> rainbow <throat> room i think it was called yeah that's she right yeah and um, which was where she, I think she then sees Ain't or Zero Zero Ain't. Yeah, in in there. In yeah. this memory, um, yeah, um, yeah. She she sees like um, her mom as well. Like she was quite, um, she she was put under like shock therapy, I think, um, which is probably the reason why she was in the catatonic state that she's in. Yeah. Um. And like I say, she finds... I think in this scene as well, she finds out that her name's Jane. I think this is where she yeah, finds she out. Yeah, she finds gets the memory of her name being Jane. Yeah, yeah. she's where she finds that out. Yeah. Um, and she also finds another girl, which is Ain't. 
and like I said before. Yeah. Um, and she'd been trained in much the same way that she had in in the building. Yeah, they both got like powers. They're basically the X Men kids, aren't they? Pretty kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, are you alright <coughs> moving on to the next bit? Which yeah, it's basically every um, Joyce, Bob, Will, Mike all locating Hopper. Yeah. And rescuing him. Yeah, they find him in the tunnels with who? Who is it who lets the undercover lab know about this? I can't remember now. But they turn up there and try and rescue him. Joyce and Bob jump straight down, I think. But the undercover lab turn up as well with the flamethrowers. I don't know if they just they just found it themselves. Were they too late or something? Yeah, were they later uh, later on? Though? No, no. I mean, they basically they found uh, Hopper, and then as they they were coming out. Yeah, um, they turned. They up, turned kind of up thing. and was like, "Come on, move out." Yeah, they start burning down everything, um, and basically, Will goes into well, he collapses like a fit into, like into a, a, a plastic fit, fit yeah. or something. Yeah, and uh, that that's how the episode ends. Yeah, um, move on to episode six, which is titled "The Spy." Yeah, which is quite important. Which though. is quite important. Yeah. Um, after the last episode, Will was actually rushed to that weird uh, lab um and and he seems to show no he, he, he can't seem to remember anything that happened yeah and he's actually forgot stuff about like uh bob's name i forgot who well, bob that is was, yeah yeah he doesn't remember bob um he doesn't seem to remember hopper either i don't think yeah maybe but he, he remembers his friend and mike and his mum yeah but no one else um, obviously, Doctor Owens was his doctor as well. I don't think he remembered him either. And the implication is that the more you damage the the upside down thing, the more Will just dies, kind of thing, and the other thing takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically. Um, after after the whole Will thing, we go back to Nancy and Jonathan. Yeah, where, the, where, where they've basically spent the night. Well, they, they do spend the night, should I say, at Murray's. Yeah, the, the conspiracy the, nut guys. Conspiracy yep. nut. Um, where they... Uh, well, yeah, um, Murray's basically saying, like, yeah, you've... He, you, you should just stay sleep together because you, you clearly like each other yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and and we all knew it was going to happen. Um, yeah, basically they sleep together. Yeah. Basically they sleep together. That's why we need to know about that. Um and then in the morning they go. They, they, um, I think they go back to to Will's house, back to Jonathan's house, that is, and find all the drawings everywhere. Um, and got, I think we cut back to the kids a little bit, that bit, where where they're trying to like um, capture um, Dart uh, at a junk junkyard. Well, this is what what I don't like. We spend a lot of time with. Steve and Dustin just walking down like a train track, just laying baloney and meat behind yeah. them and stuff. And then they get they get joined up with Lucas and Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of time spent in these these guys putting a big plan together to lure what they think is the one Demogorgon to the junkyard to kill it. Can I just jump ahead to the, to the, to the end of the scene, basically, where they finally do that. They lure it there after a while, and Steve goes out to confront it with his baseball bat, Lu- Lucille. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, you find that the twist is there end up being like three or four of them that turn up, and Steve's totally overpowered. But 
he gets back into the bus that they're hiding in at the junkyard. And then they just the monsters all get called away and run off. And I just feel like we've just spent like nearly an hour setting up this whole thing of trying to track this monster and try and catch it. And it just has no payoff whatsoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, just, they just all leave. And it's like, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll find out where they go to later. But Well, it's it's kind of the next bit, isn't it? Um, Will kind of... Uh, we find out that Will, like, kind of... He is kind of... It, well, it wasn't Will. It was kind of the shadow monster. Through Will, yeah. Through Will. Um, and he basically says, oh, there's a location in the map. Um, and she, he kind of gets a team sent out there, and it turns out it's a trap. And I think this is where the creatures go, isn't it? And they basically the creatures are called to there, yeah. And the creatures all go and basically kill this team that went out. Kill the team. It's, it's like the the location of how to get into the, the undercover lab, isn't it? Yeah. They go. It's like way underground, but they climb the way up then to get into the undercover lab. Uh, and the implication is that they mentioned in a much earlier episode that. The friends all say we can use Will to be a spy to spy on what the uh, shadow monster is actually doing in the Upside Down. Yeah. But the truth of it is, it's actually the monster who's been spying on on them through yeah. Will and u- using Will to uh, yeah. to get what he wants, kind of thing. Hence why the episode's called the Spy. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. I think that's pretty much. Well, if the, I mean, uh, if this is the bit I'm thinking of. This is an amazing ending to the episode because it ends with the monsters killing that team and climbing the way up into the undercover yeah, lab. Yeah, they did. And Hopper and uh, Paul Reiser are in the, the laboratory thinking, like, shit, what are we going to do now? Like, yeah, yeah. So that'll lead us on to the next episode, episode seven. Yeah. The Lost Sister. I think you spoke about um, this kind of thing, how... Yeah, it ends. An episode ends. It's kind of the Walking Dead. It's the Walking Dead thing factor. Yeah. Yeah. It leaves it on a big cliffhanger, and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see the next episode now and find out what happens." And the next episode is nothing to do with what we've just been watching. It's an entire episode devoted to Eleven. Yeah, pretty much straight away, um, Eleven leaves that house that she was at where her pair of her mum was. Sorry. Yeah. Um, to try and find this girl that she's seen in the memory. Um. And she and she she managed to track it down, and it and it was the girl from the very first episode of the series. Yeah. And the, well, it weren't just her; it was the group. And she, uh, um, yeah. Just a big like kind of getting to know each other montage, isn't it? Where. Yeah, they kind of like find each other, and uh, what well, I can't remember what her name was. Um, uh, is it Callie? Callie. Yeah. Um, Callie kind of. She kind of encourages Eleven to use her powers. She's like, you need to focus on pain or something. Yeah. Which she uses um, Mad Max flirting, <laughs> I think, with, yeah. with Mike. To, 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 to get that, that power. Yeah. But Callie and her group are all about finding members of the former Undercover Lab team and wiping them out. That was it, yeah. And Eleven at first is okay with that, but she has... A change of heart when she's actually come to kill someone. Well, yeah, because like they, they basically go to this guy's house, don't they? And like yeah. straight away, I felt sorry for him. I was like, oh, bless him, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> um, but um, like she's about to like end his life, kind of thing. And then it turns out he had two daughters, and she's like, no, I'm not gonna end this guy's life. Like, I'm not gonna do what um, these people did to my to me yeah. and my mum, kind of thing. 
So, uh, yeah, the, 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 I think we've pretty much just summed up the entire episode. This is what I mean. Nothing, it feels like nothing happens yeah. at all, but the one little interesting fact, which I don't get at all, but the guy who Eleven is meant to kill tells her that Dr. Brenner is still alive, who is Matthew Modine, I think, from Series 1. Her dad. As, yeah, as her dad, they call him, yeah. Uh, and we get a weird scene where, I mean, the way I read this, Matthew Modine comes back for a scene to talk to Eleven, but I am I read it as uh, number eight or Callie, whatever she's called, makes her see him. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I think that's it what, that's is, what, yeah. yeah. Because, like, they go back to the headquarters kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, she, she sees him coming in going, you're, you're, yeah, I'm your dad, you just don't want to admit it all this jazz and it, and then he just disappears so the, I'm guessing we were supposed to believe that it was just a vision that Callie implanted yeah kind of thing. but I mean I don't get it at all if he is actually still alive because he was pretty definitively dead I think at the end of series one so I mean I don't know what I the twist is going to be there I guess that'll be another thing that uh, pops up in the next season or something yeah uh, I think the episode ends though with uh, that, that headquarters uh, being but the the police kind of uh, come in, don't they, and uh, start raiding the place. And I think yeah, that's right. I think they managed to escape because um, Callie, number eight, um, uh, she basically puts a, an illusion where like they're not there essentially. They can't so the see police, them, yeah. So the police walk straight past them. They escape um, and drive off. But I think at this point, Eleven's like, yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna come along with you and that was it that, that that is pretty much everything that we see of cali this season yeah like considering like you said earlier like they teased it back in episode one yeah, there's nothing yeah. in this season apart from that one episode it seemed pretty pointless to be honest i agree i mean and now 11 she has a vision of like will being in trouble and stuff doesn't she and mike yeah. so she knows she's got to go and help her friends but Yes, okay, episode is just for Eleven to be... Yeah, I've got something to do. <laughs> I'll go and sort this monster mm. out. <laughs> yeah. Right, so we'll we'll go from there to episode eight, the, yeah. the Mind Flayer, it's called. Is this the finale or is the finale? This is the the, the penultimate episode. Right, okay. Um, Is that correct? Is that the right terminology? Penultimate, yeah. The second to last. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to clarify that then. <laughs> I should have just left it. I've just sounded so <laughs> so intelligent. Um, yeah, so this is the penultimate, penultimate episode, the Mind Flayer. Um, we, we kick it off where episode six left off um, with the, the creatures coming out the floor. Yeah, killing everyone. Killing everyone. Um, um, yeah, just causing complete havoc throughout the lab. Yeah. And we get uh, Will still in the hospital bed, but uh, Joyce and the crew sedating and go and hide him in like the, uh, is it the the security room or something with all the cameras in there. Yeah. So they can the, see what's going on. I think, because like, they, they realise obviously he's a spy and, and so they, they sedate him so that he can't do anything. So he, they won't know where he is. So they won't yeah. know where they are kind of thing. And, uh, and then I think they end up carrying him out of the building though, don't they? Um, I think they take him to the 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 like you say the security room, but yeah, they end up taking him 
out. Well, uh, at that bit, they're in the security room because the power's gone out and they can't get out and they need someone to volunteer to go and put the breakers back on. And and, and the show's um, nice guy, Mr. Nice yep. Guy, Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> yep, he'll take the ring to, uh, to Mount Doom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't, he can't um, carry it for them. Mm. But he will carry them. <laughs> um, yeah, Bob volunteers to reset the breakers so yeah. they can escape. Um, and uh, Paul Riser stays behind just to watch everything on the cameras and let them know well, exactly they can get out basically. Yeah. So they they all uh, basically go to run out. Um, yeah, and uh, the basically basically I think Bob gets the power back on, doesn't he? They can get out the door. Bob's coming back up. He's nearly out. <laughs> Just so close. Yeah. And one of the uh, demogorgons, um, well, basically rips him apart. So, yeah, ties him apart. Yep. Yeah. So Bob's a goner. Um, they, 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 they are like pretty much everyone from the show now. Um, has basically regrouped. Yeah. So we've got, um, Nancy, Jonathan, Steve, Dusty, and Lucas, Max, um, Will, Mike. Joyce Hopper, they're all they're all together at this point now. Yeah, they're all together, um, and the uh, well, they have some weird torture scene now where they take Will, yeah, and they've got to put him somewhere where he won't recognize where he is. So they like they have some like weird Guantanamo Bay stuff going on where he's tied to a chair with like flashlights in his face and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this in like a little shed outside. Like a shed or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they, they tie him up, and the, like you say, they're they're torturing him because they've got like, uh, I we've, I, should, I should, probably should have mentioned it in another episode, but this creature, like that, this monster doesn't like heat. heat. Yeah. He wants everything to be cool for Will, um. So they basically turn everything up, yeah, um, really hot to try and get it out. Of Drive him. it out of him, yeah, yeah. and uh. And so yeah, so they, they try and kill it that way. Um, I mean, it's uh, again, it's just, it just feels to me like not much happens. Like when you actually think about what happens in an episode, it's just will in a tool shed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like when you're actually trying to think of what actually happened, like other than him just being talked to in a tool shed. Uh, yeah, like um, Will seems to like be coming through he seems to be doing morse code with his fingers yeah i think they've all all the kids have taught it been taught it or something haven't they yeah we had a scene earlier where uh hopper and 11 communicate via morse, morse code, code yeah. uh, but like any any kind of spells out closed gate um through tapping yeah and uh i i feel like that's next episode where that actually happens. Like, um, any result from that happens. Yeah. But the phone then rings in the cabin and we'll obviously realise is where they are. But I'm, I'm guessing, is it the shed of, of his house? I or? think so. So he realises exactly where they are yeah. and the monsters pretty much move in from there. Yep. Um, from there, that's the end of that episode. But I mean, that the whole thing closed gate. I thought it'd be like it's some like weird cryptic message that only they would know about. They're basically saying, "Go to that massive evil gate and close it." It's like that's all well and good, but how are we going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, was it that episode, or is it the next episode where? Um, the, the, uh, um, sorry, Will's uh, brought out of the state he's in. 
because of oh, is, that, oh, is, that, is that after the gate closes maybe well we'll move on to the next episode yeah. anyway the final episode of the season the gate yep um another reference to an 80s horror film the gate um yeah. 11 in this episode comes back to their house where um she meets up with the entire gang yeah um and she, she she basically I think I think that they're all in the in the um the the house yeah. and they're all bricking it because they're like oh my god we're gonna die we're gonna die and then they hear some screeches some screams and yeah some monsters bang against the wall and then does it one get thrown through the window or yeah something? that was it one gets thrown through the yeah. window and the door opens. Yeah, and then walks eleven. Yeah, eleven finally meets up again with Mike. Uh... I mean, Excuse it's me. been like three episodes since like uh, eleven left, and it's literally only now that Hopper actually realised that she wasn't at home. Yeah, I, I thought this. <laughs> Great parenting. He, se- he sent her a most cold message like half a season ago, and he's like, "Oh, I wonder if she- <laughs> I wonder if she got that." <laughs> Yeah, um, Hopper's like naughty girl. Yeah, and uh, but they they end up going to um, Hopper and Eleven end up going to the lab to close the portal. So um, it's a good job she turned up, really, isn't it? Otherwise, it's, be it's a very convenient. Like, yeah. Very convenient. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Jonathan, Nancy, and Joyce um, do the overheating torture. Yeah, will. and finally get rid of the. Uh, finally, they get rid of him. Yeah, rid, rid of it. Um, all the kids are basically left at the house with Steve. Yeah, looking after them. Looking after them. Yeah, um, where Billy? This is like one of the only things we ever see of. The only real payoff to the Billy character. Yeah, um, Billy comes round and looking for Max, and has a bit of a fight with Steve. Yeah. And it ends with Max basically injecting him with the sedative that they used on Will um, to put him to sleep. And, yeah, that's yeah. the end of the Billy character, pretty much. <laughs> well, I said the end. That that insinuates that he, he died. He didn't die. He we, just, don't, we never see him we again. Never see him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the kids... But basically, I think um, Billy's knocked out because of the thing. Steve's knocked out because of the fight. And as the kids just go off to to the tunnels to try and lure the the, the pack of gorg yeah demogorgons yeah away from the lab, so that um, eleven doesn't yeah can actually do can what she needs to do yeah pretty much yeah um I don't know um, yeah I mean there's, there's one little bit where the the uh, kids in the tunnels come across Dart D'Artagnan again. Yeah, yeah. And Dustin can actually manipulate him again with uh, the three musketeers chocolate nougat nougat bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feeds him some of that, and they can get past D'Artagnan to keep on going through the tunnels. Um, and uh, basically, from after that, we basically see Eleven um, use mega powers again. Also, oh, just, just what again? This feels a bit pointless because that those kids are in the tunnels, and at one bit. They're, they're only there to try and stop the monsters getting to 11. And there's one bit where the monsters all just come charging at them. They're like, oh, God, here we go. 
and they just run past. Just run past yeah. So it's like, what's the point of that? <laughs> you, you literally serve no purpose whatsoever. I feel like that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? They are kids. They they don't know what they're doing. I suppose. They're just trying to do what they think's right, and and it doesn't actually have any effect on what yeah. on the important things. It's just not very satisfying, is it? You it's not. I mean? <laughs> it's not. But I think this is the point. Like yeah. it's it's children being put into a situation which they're not going to be able to have any impact on anything, but yeah. they're, they're they're attempting whatever they can to help the friends and family as best they can. Yeah. Um. But like you say um. The other creatures are like pulled away because uh, Eleven starts using Mega Mind powers to cl- to start closing this giant Stargate, giant gate, yeah, <laughs> um, giant Stargate into the Upside Down, <laughs> and uh, and she starts floating and stuff, and while while uh, Hopper's shooting these demigorgons off the yeah. wall, I mean I've got to admit I quite like this, but I thought this was quite quite well done. The bit where she's just like becoming more and more powerful, and like her nose is just bleeding and stuff, and yeah. just you know closing the gate. I th- yeah, I thought that was quite yeah. quite a good scene. Yeah. Um, and eventually she closes the portal, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, for for that particular bit, it goes. It then cuts to a month later. The the, the lab's been shut down. Um, Barb got a funeral yeah so they actually know she's dead now yeah, yeah the parents actually know she's dead now so they gave they actually gave her a funeral yeah and uh and the doctor um had forged a birth certificate for 11 so that um she can she's she living with him so she's officially hopper's child yeah essentially uh, because they, they did make up like after the whole arguments and all that yeah and uh they episode basically ends with a a kind of a prom almost yeah it? like a drawn out dance scene yeah. or something yeah it's basically like a, a school dance school dance isn't it yeah and uh all the kids are getting they're all dressed up smart i think we've got mike no sorry will gets asked to date to adapt to dance because apparently someone liked him um we've got um Max and Lucas dancing together. Yeah. Um feel I feel like there was something else. I, I know I know Dustin was look kept asking people, but uh, eventually Nancy felt yeah, sorry for him. Yeah, dance with him. And yeah, it's pretty much the whole thing until yeah. the very final shot of the series. Yep. Do you want to explain that? One? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll let you do it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it basically ends with like a, a shot of the outside of the school, doesn't it? Yeah. And uh, and it cuts to kind of the upside down version of it and that giant shadow monster shadow thing. monster thing um is towering over the school. Yep. And that's the final, final the finale, yep. Scene, yeah. What are you rating the series <laughs> as, as a whole? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I gave three for the first season. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't in good conscience give any higher than that. Um, but I don't want to give any lower either because, like, I, I okayed the entire season. So yeah, I'm just gonna go again with three. I'm gonna go two point five for this one. It's just not as good as the first one. I don't think it just doesn't feel like anything happens for me until 
basically you could make like this into a two hour film you know what I mean you wouldn't really lose much they, they could have cut a lot of that out and just turned yeah. it into a film uh, it all just happened in the last few episodes basically all it is is that the upside down is taking over there's a big shadow monster about to pop out and Eleven closes the gate to stop it pretty <laughs> that's much. pretty much the whole, whole season yeah, yeah so 2.5 for me fantastic that was that was fun um, go, <laughs> going through that, I think we we got request. We someone requested this on Twitter. Yeah, like, that's right. A while back, like, a fan of like our series, didn't they? So yeah, it was worth a go anyway. Wasn't Definitely. It? I mean, we've done the right thing, I think, because we've just covered the whole series in like less than an hour, basically. So, so we've got like a normal sized episode. Yeah, if we'd have dragged it out more than that, I think we'd have been struggling. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Um, anything more you want to? add to that no I think I'm done um, fantastic I'll, I will, I'll, I'll give out some some social media and stuff uh, before we go and yeah. we'll end it um, we've got a Twitter which is at DST podcast um, we've got a Facebook which is facebook.com forward slash DST podcast I'll just search don't spoil the ending in the search bar yep um, I've got an Instagram, which I think it's, don't spoil the ending, but don't quote me on that. I think, I think that's right, yeah. Um, I think that's correct. It got changed, but yeah, that's, I've got a Twitter. Actually, before that, do you want to give out the email? Um, yeah, we've got a don't spoil the ending at gmail.com for any questions or queries or feedback. And then personally, um, Twitters are, um, I'm at DST Nick. Yep, and I'm at Taylor1980. Fantastic. Nice um, it's It's been a pretty decent episode. Um, yeah. I, 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 I quite enjoyed the chat on thingy. Yeah, Stranger Things. I'd like say people requested it, so uh, yeah, it's out there. Awesome. Um, we'll probably, hopefully we'll be back next week for the, the Simpsons episode that was promised last week. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> um, that. That was promised, so hopefully like we'll have a nice Simpsons special next week. Yeah. And uh, and it's been fun. So uh, see you next week. And yep. uh, yeah, bye. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, bye. bye.